today on the Italian radio show. Love advice from Dr. Fauci. And, of course, we have news. We have yeast, the way the mother makes it to make the best pizza you want. All of this and more coming right up on West Coast Italian Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian Radio Show. My name is Tony Lastella. I'm your host, along with the gorgeous, the lovely, the are you still sitting in your bedroom? Don't you ever leave your bedroom? That's it. And only Marzio Caputo. Ciao, ciao, buon pomeriggio. Yes, I will not, you know what? I'm going to stay here forever, like a Cinderella, you know what I mean? Come to find me. I'm <laughs> looking for a prince. <laughs> You're looking for a prince. Uh, you know, well, hey, I can relate to that. I can relate to that. What can I say, you know? But um, we are broadcasting to you, of course, remotely. Uh, we've been broadcasting remotely for some time here uh, while uh, everything is closed through this pandemic. And uh, hopefully we will be back in the studio in the not-too-distant future, but we are broadcasting live on 1150 KKNW AM out of, for the greater uh, Puget Sound area out of our Hubbard Radio studio in um, the South Bellevue area, Factoria. You can hear us all over the area. You can also hear us all over the world because you can stream us if you go to our website, click on the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio, WCIR.biz, and at the top of the page, click the link there. You can stream today's show, or you can hear any of our past broadcasts. And after the show today, that will also go into our archives. So today and all of our other past shows are always available 24-7 by going to our website and clicking on the radio show link there that takes you to the station. If you want to join us today live, you can call in on our studio number at 425-373-5527. That's 425-373-5527. And other than that, uh, we got some great stuff happening at today's show. You know, um, we're going to have a little bit of fun with this mother's yeast thing. This, uh, you know, how, how they make all the, you know, people always ask me how they make all the good Italian bread and all, all the good Italian pizza. And there is a secret, you know, way that they do the yeast. And March is going to tell us about that here in a little bit. Especially uh, now they disappear. A lot of places that have a hard time to find the yeast. So well, you know, you know who's, who's not disappearing, who's not disappearing mm -hmm. is Dion oh. DeMucci. Now, Dion DeMucci from Dion of the Belmonts. I mean, this guy, he, he started in the 50s. He was back there, you know, in the early part of American rock and roll and how the 50s Italian groups are coming out there. He, this guy, after 70 years, is still going. He's still out there performing. So we're going to take a look at uh, Dion DeMucci both uh, then and now and talk about that with our artists. And then, of course, um, kind of some sad news is what we're going to be covering the closure of an iconic Italian restaurant here in our region, which is coming up on the half hour as our guest. But right now... You know what it's time for? No, let me know. What, what time it's is? time for <laughs> Pezzo d'Italia in the Northwest. A little That's bit of right. Italian news right here in the Northwest. And when it comes to Italian news, let me tell you, uh, quite frequently um, the facts are stranger than fiction. And so this is kind of where we're going to start today. I got the first one here I'm going to do, Marcia. Oh, this came out just a few days ago in the New York Post, mm -hmm. April 15th. Dr. Fauci to give us some love device okay now you know got dr Fauci. we know he's on television every day usually appears with the president talking about the uh coronavirus and all the things you got to do to stay safe and hopefully you know get past it so you know very very 
well-renowned uh, doctor, a very, very uh, honorable Italian-American. But he's also now giving some love advice to people because, you know, everybody right. is uh, quarantined. You know, there's a lot of people out there that, you know, they're single, they're lonely, and they're, they're quarantined, right? So right. Dr. Fauci says he endorses Tinder hookups if you're willing to take the risk, okay? So basically... Um, how the article goes is if you're tired of having to live your, you know, live your sex life online during this lockdown, okay, okay. you're in luck, okay, because the American, the Italian-American government coronavirus expert, Dr. Anthony Fauci, says that heart-sick isolationists can now hook up with asymptomatic Tinder matches in real life. So, I mean, you know, somebody else who apparently doesn't look like they ever had the virus or is over or whatever. You know, but like love, it involves some risk. Okay, so the 70-year-old immunologist, um, you know, was uh, giving some unorthodox dating tips in an interview this last weekend. Good luck, America. And toward the end of the segment, uh, he said, you know, if you're uh, on, on these date applications, Tinder, Bumble, Grindr, whatever it is, and you match up with somebody you think that's hot, you know, you say, yeah, maybe it's fine if this one stranger comes over, you know. It's kind of tough to know, you know, because, of course, uh, it's what we call relative risk. You know, if you're willing to take the risk and everybody has their own different tolerance, of course, for risk. He says, what the heck? Go for it. But just remember that, you know, it's uh, if you get more intimate, it means a little more risk. Right. So uh, there you go. Love advice in this day and age from Dr. Fauci says it's okay to hook up if you can take the risk. Wow, I'm really whew, now I'm you're that, you know? I think you're gonna help a lot of people. I know I, I do this as a community service every week. You know sacrifice. Great job, Tony. Really. What would you do without you? <laughs> what would you do without me? You know, to pass the words and encourage people to push the envelope, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, before I go to the next news, I want to say one thing because uh, it's important to remember Saturday, you know what day was? He was 25 April. 25th of April. All right. Liberation Day. Also, the Italian, like Independence Day. Right. Like we celebrate July 4th, they celebrate April 25th. Okay. Really important with the liberation, you know, for Germany, everything. So, gotcha. uh, Like I say, that was. So, this was the liberation from the Nazis during World War II, right? Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Good job, Tony. You always impress me. So let's go to the next one. This is really fun too. I love it. It's uh, I find the local, the 25th April. Lockdown inspires Italian boy to create a coronavirus video games. Can you believe okay, that? Okay, so let me get it straight. So this little kid. It's a video game that, mm-hmm. a little kid, that a kid created for the coronavirus. All right. Right. Uh, it's Italian. It happened in Milan. All right. It's a fourth grader little kid. And uh, the name is a little bit strange. His name is Lupo. You know what it means in Italian, Lupo, right? Lupo means wolf. I know. Yeah, it's yeah. A strange name. But it's anyway, Lupo yeah. Gatturi, um, what he started to do, um, that's what he did with his friends and everything. He was really upset. He's talking about that he was really upset about stopping sport to play for this COVID-19. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, instead to... Be upset, he decided with the help of his father, Marco, is a business manager. Yeah. Together, they start to building this video game, and he called it Cerba 20. 
Sherba 20. Sherba 20, okay. Mm -hmm. That's the name of this video game, okay. So, so what, like what, what, is, what do they do? What type of game is it? It's like a fairly uh, typical, like a seek and destroy. So you hide and then you destroy. You know, it's okay. So it's like basically, it's like a shoot 'em up game. Only you're shooting up the coronavirus, coronavirus. right? Coronavirus. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Okay. So and you know, um, by the way, he's got so inspired to do this, and now he's deciding to open um, like a, a programming thing. So you know, the uh, programming code. We just oh, yeah, to, to write like, programs. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, Which yeah. Is really good. You know, we always yell and start playing <laughs> video games and look at this kids what he did, a fourth grader. It's really unbelievable. Well, it says so, here also that this game now has gone viral. It's mm -hmm. gone viral. So you can go on. It sounds like even here in, in the United States, if you want, you can go online and you can find this game called right. Sherba 20. 20. Sherba 20, That's which right. is a video game where you basically are the. Uh, Sit in the captain's chair of a spaceship, like mm -hmm. you're in Star Trek, and right. you're shooting up the, trying to destroy the coronavirus, like it's you know mm -hmm. some some uh, bad uh, thing coming from outer space. So that sounds like a pretty cool game. I had to check that really out. Good. You know, really, like you know, it's really I, I don't know what to say. It's it's excited. I think those kids are like themselves in the house, don't do nothing else, and look at these little kids what they did. And plus, not just video games. I'm really impressed that he decided to open like a programming code. Come on now. All right, I'm gonna skip it, ahead here just for a second, though. I'm gonna skip you know, ahead. I, I'm uh, um because we have a, we got a couple more minutes here before we go okay. to our commercial break. So um you know. Each week we take turns. One week you do Italian phrases and another week I do Italian American phrases. So I, you know, just happened to come across this. I got some very, very interested Italian American phrases that you have right. got to learn because, you know, these things are important. If you're going to be functioning properly here, of course, in the United States, you're going to go to some Italian American neighborhood and you, you know, you, you don't want to look like you're stupid or nothing. Right. Okay. Right. So here you go. These are the, the words. The first word is to not. Stunat. So in Italian American slang, that means idiot. He's a stunat. Okay. All right. I don't uh, know let me translate it to the Italian. Idiota. Okay. Metzamort. <laughs> Metzamort. Okay. Metzamort okay. is like your cousin Luigi who shows up for his work and he sleeps all day long. He's someone lacking energy. Metzamort. Okay. Italian. Mezzomorto. Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, Another thing we is when, when we were kids, my, my your mother, your grandmother in the kitchen, they want the mopin, mopin. Give me the mopin. It's a dishcloth, like the okay. cloth used to dry the dish with mopin. Okay. Okay. Somebody is really, really bothering you, just keep giving you all kinds of grief. Okay. You mm -hmm. say agita, agita. Agitato. Yeah, so it's very, very close, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If somebody is acting really, really like uh, they just have no common sense whatsoever, no matter what, they're uh, gugutz, gugutz. The guy's a gugutz, he's foolish. Means he's foolish, he's gugutz, okay? Huh. Yeah, pass that okay. one. I have no idea, I have to think about it. <laughs> Some, if someone is stubborn, okay? If someone uh -huh. is stubborn, you can't get him to do nothing, okay? He, then, then you call him a kabadost, kabadost. You know, it's a stubborn person, okay? Oh, capo te, uh, tosta, the Italian is testardo. There you go, okay? okay? And just people who are just not nice people, not nice people, okay? Not a you nice call them sfacim, okay? sfacim, sfacim. 
No, no, nice wish. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Or another thing you could call them is strunz. Strunz. You're oh. strunz. You know? Stronzo. Yeah, strunz. You know? Okay. And we'll do one more here. We'll save the rest for another time. The last yeah. one is, you know, someone who's just clumsy. I, I, I got this friend. He comes to my house and, you know, he, no, he, 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 he walks in the door. He's knocking pictures off the wall. He's just clumsy. He doesn't always do. We call him a strombolone. Strombolone. There's no dessert. Yeah. Uh -huh. You clumsy strobolone. What's the matter with you? You know? Uh-huh. Okay. There you go. Important Italian American expressions that you need to know. We'll do a few more of these here next week. But now we're gonna go hear from some of our great sponsors, and we'll be right back with our cooking segment with Miss Marzia. Don't go away. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Isernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Isernio Sausage. Visit Isernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Yo, David, you look 10 years younger. What happened? Yeah, I just came from Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. She specializes in hair growth. Wow. Yeah, she does this laser treatment stuff that makes your hair grow like crazy. Based on the same stuff the astronauts use to grow plants in the space station. Mickey's Hair Salon. Yes, on Rustin Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. That's MickeySpotAndSalon.com for amazing hair growth. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all all these years. Head over to Tito'sVodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Talk radio that will get you thinking. Alternative Talk 1150. And we're back here with the Italian radio show brought to you by the West Coast Italian Radio Network. I'm your host, Tony Lestella, with the lovely Marcia Caputo as my co-host. And this next segment, which is our food and beverage segment, is brought to us by our wonderful sponsor, Tito's Vodka. Tito's does so much uh, around the country for so many good causes. And, uh, you know, now that we're all in our lockdown here, make sure you get some Tito's, stay at home tonight, have yourself a nice cocktail while you're listening to your favorite Italian radio show or, you know, you're eating some pizza. Always good Tito's goes with everything. And here they are bringing us our recipe of the week, and I'm looking forward to this one. Marcy, what is this? What's our recipe? Okay, that's what I was trying to say before is when you go to the store, I have a lot of friends who were telling me, oh, I don't find the yeast. What's going on with the yeast? Yeah, so you yeah. have to say, why don't you make your own yeast at this point? Right. It would take 8 to 15 days to make it, but then you can keep it in the fridge for the rest for a long time. You just have to maintain it. You have a certain step. 
So the steps are really important. You cannot do wrong. You know, you have to be careful to do wrong. You have to follow the step because you know they're really important. And let, and, let, and let me say that this is this is special yeast. This is real the real Italian yeast. A lot of people right. say to me, "Wow, you know." How come your Italian pizza, you make the crust, you know, the crust is so good or your Italian bread, right. what makes it so good? Because you have to have a special, you can't just go to the store and buy the regular yeast off the shelf. Forget about it. This is the real yeast in Italy. It makes a difference between if you got good pizza, crust, you got mm -hmm. good bread, okay? So go on. Well, the one that we use a lot in Italy called Lievito di Birra is the one really fresh taste. Here, you cannot find it. You so only that's... find dry yeast is different. Right, yeah. Anyway. So the, 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 the one that I remember growing up when was the Levito di Madre, which is which so was mother's homemade. Levito di Madre is the mother. He make all the baby, right? Yeah, yeah, mother, yeah. Call it. So other people, they call it Levito Naturale, natural yeast. Uh, natural yeast, you know? yeah, yeah. The two way, you know, professional or Levito di Madre, everybody understand that. So it's really simple. You just need a glass jar. You know the one you buy at uh, Ikea? You can yeah, yeah, the, the glass jar with the lids, yeah. Right, but you remove the lids because you don't need it right away. Yeah, like you the canning jars. Yeah, yeah. A glass, right? Very good. So you need like a 50 gram of flour. And there are certain steps you have to do right. Like you um, you have to mix those, the flour and what do you call it? The honey, five grams right, of honey. Right. And then the water. And you mix it really good, all right? You put it even on a table to mix it. It's a little thing, but it's okay. Right, you right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gonna happen. So make sure you don't lose any flour because you need everything. Pick it up really good. And you put it, you make a little ball, and you put it inside this jar, and you cover it up with a uh, gas. How do you call right. it? Right. With yeah, 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 yeah. Around instead to put it because you were still the air. So well, yeah. What my uh, my grandmother used to do is she would like wrap wrap it in a blanket. She'd wrap a blanket around it. Okay? Yeah, and then, and then what they would do is they would put it like in a uh, in, in like the 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 they they would actually set it in the back closet, but right. they would wrap it with a blanket to keep it warm. Warm because you need to keep. Yeah, you need to keep it warm, okay? Because you don't want it hot, but you want to have it like maybe around, you know, 80 degrees warm, okay? Yeah, exactly what you have to do with this one. You have to put it in this jar, the guts on top, hide it somewhere that you know it has to be 82 degrees. It has to stay warm, no cold air go through. So anyway, the lot of step, you're going to repeat this every 24 hours, 48 hours. So I'm not going to say every step because I'm going to a long time. Uh, I'm sure you're gonna put it in a website because after that, the like refresco, they call like a refresh. So you yeah. have to repeat, but there's certain steps, like when you open a jar, you add it with the water to make sure it melted. Then you start to add more flour, more water, no honey no more, that's it. And you mix it. So you're gonna keep doing it for a couple of times. Remember that it's uh, like the sixth step. So right. I, I remember all, all things considered, you go through all the steps and you're like, we'll put right. this up on our on our website so people can or on our Facebook page. Much, exactly. um, because it takes really about it's about a two week process before you can really Long use the, the least. Right. So make sure if you have a lot of bubble inside and it does gonna make like a crust on top. 
It's okay. Don't throw away anything. Right, Not right. Don't waste it. You just remove the crust with the water, it will melt again. And sometimes when you mix it, you're going to find some pieces. It's okay. Don't freak out. Let right, it be. Yeah. And actually, if I remember, they used to have that you had, you never, they had this ongoing jar of yeast. Right. So what they would do is they would never empty it. They would just get yeast out of it, keep adding to right. it, and they keep it going all year, the same jar. Same and that yeah. whenever, you know, they wanted to make like the pizza bread, they want to make focaccia, right. they want to make, you know, the different yeah. Italian bread. And that's what makes the good bread. That's why our dough is so much better than, you know, what you buy in the store. To maintain is the trick too. Make sure, like I say, follow the step that put it down because that's certain things you have to do for one month. And after that, you can do once a month. You just have to add and maintain it, put it back in the fridge. You have that's to do good. that. Because you Very want to good. bacteria. So it was really interesting. Check it out. Google it. You can find it too. Some people who put different ingredients. Try to have fun. This is the one that I work for me. But, you know, everybody have the favorite way but the important remember the bubble bubble the good bacteria that you need for the levita uh, for the yeast so make sure you have that if it doesn't form then we have a problem no longer the 15 days 15 days is need something went wrong throw away start again so right. now we're going to move to our artist of the week segment here and uh you know this is something that's quite exciting because of course being uh, an Italian-American uh, singer and guitar player, you know, I can really relate to this guy. This guy, Dion, Dion DiMucci, okay, he was uh, born as Dion Francis, he was born in, in 1939, so think of that, That you know, so he's, uh, you know, he's, he's uh, what, about, he's about 80 years old right now, right around there, okay? Wow. Um, this guy has had, he had more than a dozen top 40 hits back in the 1950s, the 1950s, right? Right. He was, he, he's still going to this day. He's still, you can still see him on TV. He still makes appearances on the internet, on Facebook. He still does concerts. He was inducted in the Hall of Fame in 1989. Um, and he still is going strong to this day, doing different things. He He's looking really good for his age. I mean, so, you know, must be a, that that good mother's yeast, right? <laughs> that good mother's dough there for the beats, okay? A um, couple of stories, you know, when he first started out, the group was not called the Belmonts, they were called the Timberlanes, and um, he felt like, they, they, you know, they, they, the record company put him with these three guys, he said these guys were too much white bread, they were too much white bread, so we went back to his neighborhood, he got three other Italians like himself, three other Italian boys, and they formed the group, the Belmonts, that of course became world famous, okay, Um he was another real interesting story about him is remember the airplane um, accident back in 1959 that killed everybody. It killed Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, the big uh, bopper. All these guys were killed in this airplane accident, these famous guys. Okay. Dion was supposed to be on that plane too. Okay. And at the last second, he decided he was going to take a, um, a, a, a bus. Okay. Um, because something came up. So, you know, he was the only one that survived of that, of that group of musicians, all of whom were friends. So here is my favorite mix of uh, the various things. You know, um, there's so many things that he, so many songs that we know that were recorded by, by other people, but I, but, but I think this is my favorite mix of the Dion and the Belmont songs. 
Hi, I'm Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. When I got into this business, I used to make flavored vodka infusions for my friends as gifts. When I started to make a go of it, the owner of a local liquor store showed me the dust on some flavored vodka bottles that sat on the shelves. He said, if you can make a straight vodka so smooth that you could drink it just by itself, then you'd really have something. So I did. And now all these years later, we still only make one flavor, vodka flavored vodka. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. Hey, David, where are you off to? I'm on my way to Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. Wow. She's the hairdresser of the stars. They all love her. Really? She's fantastic. A full-service spa and salon with all the amenities from cuts and award-winning color to nails, lashes, Botox, even Reiki. So why do you go there? Uh, she's going to make me look like Elvis. Mickey's Hair Salon on Rustin Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150. And we are back. The Italian Radio Shop brought to you by the West Coast Italian Radio Network. I tell you what, um, that really is... Um, was a lot of fun, um, you know, listening to Dion and the Belmonts. You know, there's right. a lot of those songs, as you know, that we do when we play for the with a Goombas. We do different events, whether they're Italian festivals or, uh, you know, New Year's Eve events, whatever we do, because uh, people just love that music. Right. It's just kind of that, that 50s rock and roll music that, you know, uh, was very uh, much the Italians were very much a part of that when the rock and roll started in this country, you know. Right, right. It's some of the early groups were, yeah, some of the early groups were uh, started by the Italians and the Blacks. And, you know, they got together in the, and made the music. And, uh, you know, and of course, you had the, the other influences from the South that were coming in, too, you know, from. Uh, so just this whole mixture of American music, which is really cool. Right. So, you know, um, kind of a sad thing we're going to talk about next. Um, you've heard us talk. Uh, many, many times we've talked about our dear friend Federico Fuoco, who owns Federico's Supper Club up in Vancouver, which has been an iconic club. I mean, this is one of the 
last real supper clubs, I think, anywhere in the world. When I say real supper club, I mean, this is a supper club that is reminiscent of, um, you know, the old supper clubs like the Copacabana, these clubs that were iconic, uh, the, the Brown Derby that you know, used to be around in the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, clubs that were like take the Copacabana, all the big uh, entertainers, Sinatra, Bobby Darren, Dion, all these guys perform there. Okay. And so, um, and those clubs have, have almost totally disappeared from the face of the earth. Uh, there's only a handful of them. I, I think there's one, um, down still in Miami. Um, but, uh, Federico's was certainly the only one that I know that was left here on the West coast of North America. And, um, you know, set up there where you have all the dining room tables circuits that are around the uh, the dance floor. Right. You, have, you have a stage so that you have usually some entertainment uh, there, you know, a regular uh, act entertaining while people are eating. And then the band plays dance music while people can dance. Really okay? A cozy place. And I love the food. What? what oh, yeah. Nice. Wonderful Italian food uh-huh. right in the heart of Little Italy up in Vancouver, which is one of the... Uh, nicest Italian communities here on the West Coast. And some they were speak Italian. I feel really like I was. I got to tell you, mm-hmm. they are they are closing their doors for oh, good no. because of the coronavirus. They've had to close their doors for good. Um, and it just is heartbreaking. We we were up there recently. You know, Frederico also produces a lot of the shows there where he brings in the big artists from Italy. Right. Uh, like we saw the Chilantano show. And, and there's been other shows like that. So this iconic supper club as being shut down because of the COVID-19 uh, coronavirus. And uh, we're going to let, um, we're going to let our, uh, our, our affiliate station up in Canada is going to give us a little more of this information. So from the Linda Steele show on 980 KKNW radio, Canada, an affiliate station of ours down here, here is an interview that they did with uh, Federico Foco. Eric Chapman is interviewing him on the closure of Federico's Supper Club. Go ahead, Eric, and play that tape. Hey, I'm Tamara Kendacker, and I'm the host of Wait, There's More, Global's 20-minute daily news podcast. This week, we're dedicating all our episodes to the coronavirus pandemic. We're talking about it from a variety of different angles, from basic health questions to the impact this is going to have on the economy. We release a new episode every afternoon, and you can listen wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And, and, and if, like, if it's in the heart of Little Italy, this restaurant, Frederico Supper Club, Linda, like if you look on Google Maps, Little Italy starts across the street from Frederico Supper Club. It's kitty corner from the Il Mercato building on First and Commercial. And they ran into some hard times a while ago. And now that COVID has hit, they tragically have to end their long-standing 21-year location on Commercial Drive. So I called up Frederico, and we just had a chat about the restaurant and what led them to do what they had to do. You know, I, I walk by Frederico's, or often when it was open and jumping, and, you know, I look in, and it, and it reminded me of something out of a movie, just dancing and fun and that and that whole crowd what t- t- give, give me a, give me the Frederico's experience what was the night there like that's exactly what it was like so it was a night of celebration whether you're there for a birthday party uh, an anniversary or just coming out for a, a good time with friends and uh, by the end of the night everybody would be 
dancing and partying together. It, it was like a one big celebration. And there was no generation gap. Whether you were, you know, young, old, in between, everybody just came and had a great time and to celebrate life. Hmm. And and that's that's what it was all about. And it was an extension of um you know, my, my parents are very hospitable people and it was an extension of the way they are, just very very welcoming. Mm-hmm. And so for a lot of people, was there the second home? I had I had customers that would come like two, three times a week. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm not kidding. You, like, you mentioned your parents there in, in, in that reflection because like I said in the, at the start too, like you really did make people feel like a star. Like you look on and in on them dancing and the smiles on their face, like that must have brought you guys a lot of joy. That was my reward. When they, when they would leave and say, you know, I can't recall the last time I had this much fun. Yeah. That to me was my reward yeah. to bring that joy and that happiness and that celebration. And that's, that's what it was all about. Were you, were you born and raised in Vancouver, Frederico? Yes, I was. Yeah. Yeah. Were your, were, were your parents, um, were you, did your parents bring the traditions over with them? Definitely. So I, I got involved in music through my father. Um, he started playing for the Italian community back in 1961 doing weddings and banquets and that's how I began my musical career through him the, the whole thing is I mean I you know I, I got involved doing the Italian weddings and banquets as well I followed in my father's footsteps and then I thought to myself why not open up my own place where people can come and enjoy enjoy that music and enjoy that fun and and that's where the idea came from but you know it's to it's to my father and the joy of music that uh, the inspiration came. What instruments did your father play or what did he sing? Or He plays guitar, he plays guitar, mandolin, and uh, he sings. In fact, my father was still singing with me at the restaurant and uh, he's 90 years old. No! And, yeah, and my uncle played guitar with me and he's 88. You know, all my cousins uh, play instruments. It was all a family affair. I think that's why this is extra sad when uh, that Fer- Frederico has this fate. Well, it's the nostalgia, and then you know, gaining new new fans uh, of people that have never been exposed to that kind of, I guess, feeling and music and celebration. And then when they come and they say, "Wow, this is a great experience," and uh, like I said, that's that's my greatest reward. And those that remember the nostalgic music and uh, and all that vibe. Of just people going out and just having a good time yeah. without having to get, you know, sloshed or, you know, you know what I mean? Uh, they just have a good, decent, wholesome time and fun. Yeah, it, it, there's really, uh, honestly, there's nothing you can really compare that that experience to, especially nowadays. Nowadays, yeah, it doesn't exist. Before, back in the time, there, there was. So after 21 years, you know, I've been forced, really, because... Uh, you know, landlord didn't want to give me any sort of abatement or deferral in rent, and this whole coronavirus situation—it's just—it's untenable. It's too much. It's too much. Who knows how long I would have to be closed? And yeah, I just can't do it. And not only that, I mean, with the government, with the government regulations between property taxes, minimum wage increases, payroll taxes, and you know, right now they're trying to help business, but it's—it's it's not much help because it's only deferrals. We'll have to pay those things back. Right. I mean, we're closed. We can't conduct business. How are we supposed to pay bills 
and function. And, you know, the margins are getting slimmer and slimmer and harder and harder, more difficult, especially in the restaurant business. You know, so governments really have to wake up and help businesses beyond this coronavirus pandemic, believe me. Uh, no, I, I absolutely trust what you have to say. And, and I've been reading articles from uh, different chefs saying, too, and, and restaurateurs and owners and things like that. They're, they're really fearful that the industry in itself could be 90% gone after this whole COVID thing, especially. You know what? Exactly. And you bring up a great point. Did you read the one about bishops? Did you read his article? No, I did. I read David Chang's article. I think it was in the Post or the Times. Okay, so Bishops, even before this coronavirus yeah. pandemic, he said that he's closing his restaurant. He can't keep up with the uh, amount of bills and the expenses now. This is after, like, more than 30 years. And, you know, Bishops is an iconic restaurant in the city. Yeah. He said in that article, he said, I've never had problems sleeping at night with my business until now, wondering how I'm going to pay the bills. Wow, that's, that's heavy. Think think about that. After 30 years, it's the first time he's had trouble sleeping at night because of, of expenses and the re- and the business. And let's be honest, so, this, is, this is the restaurant business. There's a lot of, like, there should be a lot. It's a stressful job. There's a lot to think about and a lot going on. So that speaks very, uh, that speaks volumes. Doesn't it speak volumes yeah. from someone as successful as him? Yeah. An icon of the industry. So that just tells you what we're faced with, excuse me, in the business. So between high property rent... That skyrocketed, the the high taxes which have skyrocketed, the minimum wage increases which really affect us. People don't realize. Oh, they, you know, they say it's just a dollar. Like for me, for every dollar that the minimum wage went up, cost me thirty thousand dollars in extra wages per year. So from ten to fifteen dollars, it's an extra hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. Where do I get that? Do I have to charge a hundred bucks for a plate of pasta? Who's gonna come to my place? Right. You know, well, because because there comes a point where people say, you know, I can't afford it anymore. That's it. That's, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's so, it. Bottom line. Yeah, yeah. Dang. Bottom line. Yeah. You know, I risked everything in my life to make this place happen. I employed over twenty, you know, more than twenty people, their livelihoods, their families. You know, working there, I've had I've had my staff. Most of them have been with me almost twenty years. You know, that's a testament. You know, they they've raised their their families got their families through, you know, school and university by working at these at these places, like my restaurant. And so, you know, in that regard, I you know, I feel very, very, very sorry for my staff, for my family, my parents, when I had to tell my parents they were devastated. Oh, they were yeah. Devastated. Yeah. And you know, my, my dad said, you know, and I get emotional thinking about it, you know, in his remaining years of life, he just loved coming there to sing, you know, two, two to four songs. They could sing. It made him, it gave him a reason to, to continue the living. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, so I got emotional thinking about that. So, you know, I thank you for bringing light to this, uh, to this situation. And also, I just want to thank all the customers and all the people that have frequented Federico's and have supported me and understood what I was trying to do there. I thank them from the bottom of my heart. So yeah, sad story, Frederico. What a guy, and what a what a what a legend that they have left in the city. Twenty-one years, Frederico Supper Club, now closed. 
We're back, and I got to tell you, that is, uh, boy, that's quite a thing. That's it's, really it's, sad. Know, I don't know uh, what to say because I it don't know either. A just great place, a great guy. Everything was perfect. And, 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 and and right. Yeah. It's happening not only, you know, and he's like up in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Mm -hmm. It's happening all over the world. It's happening here in the United States, in Canada, in Europe, everywhere in the United States. You know, the governor, the governments just are not equipped to mm -hmm. deal with anything that's going on now. This, uh, you know, and it's destroying the world economy. Uh, these businesses are failing. I just don't know what's going to happen. But, you know, we uh, we feel very badly about that. We're all we, the same you know, boat. I know, and but it is sad because he did his life on this. Yeah, yeah. And you want to grow this. I know, I know. Um, we want to thank again um, our, the Linda Steele Show on 980 CKNW in Vancouver, BC for that great interview. Mm -hmm. And folks, we'll be right back after this short commercial break here at the Italian Radio Show. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land in Austin with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. I'd never built a still before, so I did some research and designed and built my own pot stills based on Prohibition-era bust photos I found in the library. I didn't know then that this was kind of the start of the American craft distilling movement right here in Austin, Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Yo, David, you look 10 years younger. What happened? Yeah, I just came from Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. She specializes in hair growth. Wow. Yeah, she does this laser treatment stuff that makes your hair grow like crazy, based on the same stuff the astronauts use to grow plants in the space station. Mickey's Hair Salon. Yes, on Ruston Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. That's MickeySpotAndSalon.com for amazing hair growth. Wherever you go, Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you. And we are back here with the Italian Radio Show, part of the West Coast Italian Radio Network. Um, you know, uh, I'd like to share with you all kind of something, I guess, uplifting here. We have a lot of versions uh, what I lovingly refer to as the Italian national anthem, uh, O Sole Mio. That should really be the national anthem of Italy. I, I mean, know. God knows it's the <laughs> most well-known Italian song of all time, okay? And I don't care where you go in the world, everybody knows that song. And even when, like, the Italian prime minister comes to Washington, D.C., they play that song. They don't know what, I don't even think Italians know what the national anthem is. That one should be the national anthem. Anyway, this is a wonderful version that we uh, recorded back uh, about 10 years ago, kind of our swing version of O Sole Mio, swing Latin version with Tony Listone, the Goombas, as our song of the week. Tony Listone and the Goombas, song of the week, our version of O Sole Mio from the Sonata de Pop album. Uh, we have several different versions of that, and uh, very, very... Uh, Pleased and honored to be the uh, house band for the Italian radio show. Typically, you can catch us 
playing up and down the coast at various Italian festivals and various Italian events. But uh, right now, there ain't no Italian festivals or Italian events anywhere, uh, unfortunately. In fact, there's no events anywhere. So, um, you know, we, we were just talking about this. There's so many things that we had had on the schedule that just are not happening. Uh, I mean, everything from the Bon Jovi and Andre Bocelli concerts to uh, baseball games, Italian baseball games to different Italian festivals. Um, I don't know what to tell you, folks. At this point, those things are mm-hmm. th- th- there's probably not going to be anything happening in May and June for sure. Um, and after that, I, I just don't know how long it's going to last, but uh, we'll keep you posted, certainly, because as soon as we get back in the swing of things, we will. I know a couple of sad things um, that we will not be doing the Tacoma Freedom Fair on July 4th and 5th, although we are talking about uh, redoing that possibly in September if the uh, if the um, pandemic and the uh the large event ban has been lifted by then. Um, they have also canceled the San Gennaro Festival in Seattle. Oh. Now, that one, uh, I know it doesn't take place for September, but because, you know, there's a lot of stuff they got to do to fundraise and get sponsors and uh, mm-hmm. stuff, it's just impossible to do that, at least with a Freedom Fair, since it's a gated event um, with the air show and everything, we could still potentially do that if the ban was lifted by then. And I had a very, very nice conversation a couple of days ago with Dennis Calderola at Festi Italiana. I mean, uh, you know, I just don't know what to tell you. I mean, God knows what we would all love to do Festa this year, but I can't tell you if we're going to be doing it or not. Uh, we're just going to have to keep you posted as the, uh, you know, as the summer comes comes here and, you know, we get into it. Um, likewise, with Italian Day at the Races, Um Wonderful event that we do every year with the uh, Emerald Downs Racetrack. Can't tell you if we're going to be doing that or not, but we will definitely keep uh, keep everybody posted each week. And, uh, you know, meanwhile, I think what we should start doing, I have had a number of emails, uh, some of them from very prominent artists, both Italian-American artists and Italian artists, who are doing um, concerts, you know, online now. They're doing everything mm-hmm. online. Uh, they're doing them um and a lot of these uh, are you know, are also talking about doing some live interviews with us since that, you know, they're unable to really do uh, anything else but online stuff here. So we're going to start looking into maybe doing more of that thing for our event calendar for the next couple of months until things open up. Now, we have a couple minutes left here in today's show. So I want to tell you about something new that Marcia and I are going to do. Okay. We have a brand new show coming out. Okay, this is going to be a pod. It's going to be actually a video podcast. It's mm-hmm. going to start here in the month of May. Okay, mm-hmm. it's called West Coast Italian Radio After Hours, or in Italian, it would be called Radio Italian Lucheroso. Okay, right? Mm-hmm. So the Red Light Italian Radio Show. Okay, so basically, um, the best way for us to put this is, you know, there's a lot of things that we have to there's a lot of parameters in which we have to stay right within this show because of course we're regulated by the fcc we're here you know on live radio so our podcasts are going to be uh, 
kind of like an after hours uncensored version of this show where, you know, we're going to get into one subject every week and we're going to talk about it very bluntly, very, um, you know, right to the point. We're not going to mince any words and we're going to probably have some very edgy topics to those. Of course, this could, this show is going to be for uh, people who are 18 years and older. I'll be by subscription and we're going to let you know more about it, but it's going to come out in May. going to be the Italian radio after hours or, or radio Italiano Luce Rosso. Very good. Uh, Are you telling me the Marzia, you're going to start speaking like a sailor. That's what you're going to say. Marzia is going to start (laughs) speaking like a sailor. After all this time, I'm finally going to get her to focus. Yeah, you know. That's what I'm saying. And that should give you a little bit of an idea of what you yeah. can expect, all right? But it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and, you know, because we've had a lot of requests for people who want us to get a little more into things, get a little more edgy. It'll be kind of like the Howard Stern version of the Italian radio show. Not meant to offend anybody. We're still going to do right. our regular show here. But we have another the podcast coming out, the video podcast, which will be out shortly. And other than that, folks, we thank you so much for your support, for continuing to tune into us. We'll be back next week with a brand new show right here on West Coast Italian Radio. God bless you all. Stay safe. God bless you. And we'll talk to you next week. Ciao.